It's not often you get the chance to say to you lot on your bike, uh, but it's uh, appropriate this morning. Get on your bike. Uh, get on your bike, get on your bike, and uh, you know, we've had the word of the Lord already this morning, haven't we? Uh, do you know him? And, uh, and, and we could all say, yes, you know, I, I, know, I know him. And uh, in September, I'll be 40 in God. Uh, and it seems like yesterday, and it seems like a million years. And sometimes I look back and I think, I have not come on. <laughs> Uh, and then I look forward and I think, I know nothing. Do I know him? Uh, and I, I know him in part, but he's a good God and he's open and invitate. He has an open invitation this morning to know him more, to know him better. You know, uh, my scripture this morning is Amos 3.3 and it's one of the first scriptures that I learned or memorized when I got saved after Philippians 3.10, of course. Uh, Can two walk together lest they be agreed? And it used to frighten me a little bit. uh, Because of the context or the the, the possibilities of that. Uh, Can two walk together lest they be agreed? And over the last 40 years, I've become, I was very innocent and very naive, then got very sophisticated laughter. I got very sophisticated in my walk with God and latterly I've been going back to getting simple. Some people said I've always been simple and uh, but I'm, I'm far less sophisticated than I've ever been and so I can preach myself happy on the simplest of truth and, and it, it's, it's boiled down to Jesus loves me this I know For the Bible tells me so, little ones to him belong, they are weak but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. (laughs) I was determined to break some fear of man and sing before you this morning. <laughs> I might not be going through to London, but that's okay. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. I'm happy already. I could go home now just on the pureness of that truth. You know, and again, I want you to lose your sophistication if you have any. And, uh, and some of the complications of faith and doctrine and theology and possibilities and religion and the last days and eschatology. Ooh. And just know this morning the truth that Jesus loves you. There's the gospel. It doesn't get any better. Every sermon on the planet, whether it is deep and complex, it's basically just telling you that Jesus loves you. <laughs> That's all I've got to say this morning. Good night and God bless. On your bike. But can two walk together lest they be agreed? And uh, the very idea, you know, this is not about me 100% agreeing with God. Does anybody here 100% agree with God? And because it's a journey, of course, you know, Pharaoh 
electricity was around in the days of Pharaoh. Well, he just was ignorant, basically. And so, I can't say that I 100% agree with God, but I'm getting there because I'm on my bike, because I'm traveling with him. But the very idea of God this morning saying, do you fancy a walk, Jim? See, that thrills me. That absolutely thrills me that the idea, the concept, the truth of, of that, that every day that God is more excited about me waking up than I am so that he can whisper in my ear. And sometimes, and it's happening more, more often than not, which keep doing it, God, but give me a break sometimes. He's waking me up at 2.30 in the morning. Do you fancy a walk, Jim? Of course, Lord. The spirit is weak, it's willing, but the flesh is weak. The idea and the concept and the and the the very reality and truth that God this morning is saying to you individually, put your name there. Will you walk with me? Is staggering. And if it's not, dare I say it should be. The idea, if I could, if I could rub shoulders with Jürgen Klopp, me and Jürg, with this, like this, I'd be a happy bunny. How are you doing? What are you, who are you buying? Because on the internet, you're buying everybody. What's your thoughts about so-and-so and such-and-such? Such? What's your ideas? And I'd brag about it. I'd say, I'd show you. I'd get my phone out and say, look at that, selfie, me and Jürgen. But the idea... That I'm not just rubbing shoulders with God Almighty, with El Shaddai, with Adonai, with Messiah, with Jesus. It's just mind-blowing to me. It's just staggering. And it's getting better. <laughs> it's getting more staggering. It's getting more simple. That, that, that thought is making me become more childlike. Not childish, childlike. And there's the power, isn't it? To enter into the kingdom of God, to, to, to bring this revival, whatever that looks like, to bear upon planet Earth, upon Kingsway Christian Fellowship, is about us losing some of what we've got to gain something that he wants to give us. Instead of being white knuckle brigade, go on, God, give me that, but I'm keeping hold of this. We think we're going to lose something when he says, you're going to gain everything. And this, can two walk together lest they be agreed, is not about 100% agreeing with God. Job's friends, if you know anything about them, it says, now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came each one from his own place. I won't name them, they're hard to pronounce. For they had made an appointment together to come to, to, come to condole and console him and comfort him. If you know anything about Job's comforters, that didn't happen. The agreement was to come together and go to Job. That was the agreement. And the agreement this morning is for us to just relax and release in, in some particular and say, let's walk, God. Let's go for a walk. Let's walk in this particular 
Let's walk in this particular issue. Let's walk in this particular problem. Let's walk in this lack, God. Let's walk in this sickness that I have. Let's walk in this sin, maybe. Let's walk together with God. Is that, does that sound okay? Does that sound easier than addressing the problems and wrestling with the circumstance? Does it? Is that okay? And that's the beginning of the deliverance. That's the beginning of your salvation. That's the beginning of your healing. That's the beginning of your lack being overcome by his resource. Is by this, not yoga. I don't mean hmm. I mean hmm. (laughs) Is this too easy? You know, the devil's got us complicated up to our eyeballs with religion. And we're trying to be something that we already are. We're his kids. We're his children. We are the apple of his eye. He's already proved it. Is Norma here? Norma. Norma's told a story. This has just come to mind. I'm digressing. I'm going off piece slightly. And she was talking about a story. Is this on me all right telling this? The fireman. In our Monday group, she said uh, her smoke alarms were going off. So she called the fire brigade. She just couldn't get them, and it was getting on her nerves. And the fireman came with a dirty big wagon, all gassed up at the truck, like six barely, big, strong, handsome firemen. Knocked at the door, and he said, she, he said, where the fire brigade? And she said, can you show me your credentials? <laughs> and he went... I won't use the language he used. He went, blink and neck, missus. What do you think this is? <laughs> that, that will preach on a half. And that, all that meeting, that preached in a... God, we're asking God for credentials. Is anyone getting this? We are, we are asking God for his credentials. He turned up. 2,000 years ago, when you you were on his heart, he turned up 2,000 years ago, like Nita has tried to describe with the indescribable. And he he went through 30-odd years, created God, hands that flung stars into space, and gave himself to rusty nails. (laughs) And we're trying to get him in a good mood sometimes. And he's in a great mood if you're in the beloved, which we are. And so, Jesus loves me, this I know. And he's saying this morning, Jim, do you fancy a walk? And and now to me, my response is lightning fast most of the time. What? You want to walk with me? Let's do it. Where Where do you want to go? Where are you going, God? How are you getting there? I'll go to the... Because that's the safest place to be. You could... I don't want to dis, disrespect anybody's circumstance. And it's he, easy for me to say here on a Sunday morning. In a warm fellowship where I'm not getting shot at. But where you've got hold of his hand, that's the safest place to be. And God is saying, Hallelujah, will you come for a walk? Will you walk with him? It's an invitation from God to walk together. It's an ancient thing, isn't it? 
When God created, the purpose of creating you, creating Adam and Eve, was to have this intimacy with him. In the cool of the day, to go walking in the garden. And this morning, I want to tell certain people here this morning, pointy finger, it's loaded. His heart is towards you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Some people this morning really need to know God's heart is absolutely 100% toward you. Not the person next to you or behind you or in front of you, to you. And his hand is outstretched, reaching down. He's not reaching up to you. He's not even reaching side by side necessarily. You're his child. I love that. He's reaching out to you to walk with you this morning. In any particular, in every specific, in the general of life, where you're at today. And he's asking you to walk with him. I love uh, the, the idea, you know, Genesis 5 reads like uh, the births and deaths in the echo. So-and-so lived and he died. So-and-so lived, had kids and died. So-and-so lived. Coming number nine. Um, mobile phones off, please. And the toilets are here and the exits are uh, <laughs> it reads like the echoes, births and deaths, until verse 21. I love this. When Enoch was 65 years old, Methuselah was born. It doesn't say Enoch died. I love that. Verse 22, it says, Enoch walked, and in the Amplified it says, in habitual fellowship with God after the birth of Methuselah, 300 years and had other sons and daughters. So the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. Had a habitual fellowship with him and was not, for God took him. Verse 23 there, it says, it says it the second time. So all the days of Enoch were 365. And Enoch, blah, 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 blah. That's what I heard when I read that this morning. And Enoch lived Blah, 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 blah. And he had sons and daughters, blah, blah, blah. But he walked with God. He walked with God and was not. I've got a great imagination, I think. I have to sanctify it on a regular basis. I can get into trouble. But I, can't, I try and imagine what that looks like for me and you. I love the idea of walking wherever, when I'm 120, if little still exists. Maybe like that. I hope, hope to be like that, actually. But. And then all of a sudden, I just hardly notice for a couple of seconds, I'm dead. Does that make sense? Just walking with God so close that I'm chatting with him. I've got tight hold of his hand and I'm going, yes, Father, and you did that and you did that and we did that. And, and all of a sudden, I've, 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 I've lost 11 stone. <laughs> And I'm in a different place, holding the same hand, talking to the same God. Whoa, 
And I'm just, hang on a minute, this is a different, well, this isn't little. Imagine that. That's, I, just, I don't know, maybe I'm dreaming. But if someone says once, you know, if, you're, if I'm dreaming, don't wake me up. Because that thrills my heart. The possibility of that. Is that unreal or is that possible? You have to decide. I think it's absolutely possible that I can be so engrossed, so in habitual fellowship. I might be dreaming, I might be asleep, I might be talking. Oh no, that won't be good if I'm talking to you in the car, might it? No. <laughs> keep, keep us safe, God, when you take me. Are you with me? Is this exciting? No, some of you are not so sure. Anyway, I'll talk to this side. Some people are excited over here. And the idea, though, the concept of being in God, with God, 24 hours of every day, God, thrills my heart. Because, you know, if I live to 120, which I might go for, in the light of eternity, it's nothing, is it? I am going to be with him for eternity. I'm getting ready now. I'm making the most of him today. Every day, all day. And the invitation is here for each one of us to get hold of his hand and walk a bit more, a bit further, a bit deeper, a bit higher. <gasps> Where's this? I've never been here before, God. No, you haven't, but we're going. Is any, this is an adventure. Christianity is not a dead religion. It's the most exciting thing that you will ever do. He is the most exciting person you and I will ever meet. Ever meet. Ever meet. Jürgen Klopp. <laughs> Enoch lived, blah, 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 but he walked with God. That's how I read it. Enoch... Enoch had sons and daughters, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but get to the point. He walked with God and was not. Now, that'll preach in other different ways, won't it? That, you know, John the Baptist and uh, more of him and less of me. He walked with God. I was going to give this out as a thus says the Lord, but I, I toned it down to a question to be nice. Is there anybody here might have let go of God's hand this morning? I'll do it as I was going to do it. I believe there's people here this morning, you've let go of his hand. You're still in the cafe, you're having the cake and coffee, and there's a brand new bike outside, needs to be used. Some of you have let go of God's hand this morning. Some of you here, some of us here, have backed off, slackened off, and are not walking like we used to or we should do. How dare you say things like that in church when I'm supposed to be getting blessed? We're with the phones this morning, aren't we? We should give it out as a notice at the beginning. Some of us here have let go of God's hand. Because it was too costly. Because it got uncomfortable. Because it got a bit scary. Because it became too challenging. 
Or it just became plain boring. Don't put your hand up. I wonder if anyone can relate to that. That's what I felt God was saying. But the invitation is valid and real for you this morning, whoever you are, whoever I am. Whether it's the first time invitation, whether it's a first time invitation, or it's the 300th time that God has invited you, take hold of his hand and to walk with him again. To walk with him in the way that he has before you. There are gifts in this room that are dormant, stagnant, so far buried in treasure chests. You've jumped up and down on the soil, won't be getting that out again. Because it hurt. Because I was misunderstood. Because I was rejected. Because it didn't work. Because when I shot that particular gun, it didn't half hurt my shoulder. I missed the target, I made a mistake, whatever reason and whatever excuse. God is inviting us this morning to take hold of his hand in the particular and walk with him. And, this is, well, I think it's exciting anyway. This is, uh, if you want to put it up, it's uh, 1 John 2, verse 6. This excites me. This, uh, this really excites me. It says, whoever says he abides in him, I'm reading from the Amplified as well, ought as a personal debt to walk and conduct himself in the same way in which he walked and conducted himself. You can say, amen, or Oh me. But you know what? That, that thoroughly excites me that. That this is not a word of heaviness. This is an invitation, not just to walk with God, but to walk like God. It's not just an invitation to be a child and snuggle up to him, which it is, and to walk with him. It's to be his son and his daughter and to walk like he walked. Please, God. Can I, can I, does anyone say amen here? Is that, is that not exciting? You see, God doesn't give us anything to do unless he gives us all that we need to get that done. With the commands or the invitations, call it what you will, are all the resources of heaven the same spirit that raised him from the dead, the same spirit that he had to be filled with and walk in, that same resurrection life on the inside of you is so that you not only can walk with God, but can, we, can walk like God. <laughs> that's, that's just like, me, only dogs can hear you. That's so exciting, people. That's, that's a bona fide, real, genuine, this morning on the 7th of July, what is it, 2019, that's an absolute invitation this morning. It's not me speaking. From God, Father God, Messiah Jesus, Holy Spirit, 
saying, Doreen, this is for you. An invitation to walk with me and walk like me. And all of you and me. That's absolutely off the scale. I find that off the scale staggering. I do. I think that's just, I need to go lie down in a dark room or bounce and bounce off the walls. It's that good. But that's the truth. That's the truth that God wants us to walk like Jesus on planet Earth. I don't think that's really, Penny's not dropping so much as it should. <laughs> Let me prove it to you, to some degree at least. Acts chapter 4, verse 13, in the Amplified. And it says this. Now, when they saw the boldness, listen what it says in the Amplified, the boldness, the unfettered eloquence, I like that, of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned, untrained in the schools of common men with no education and educational advantages, they marveled and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Is that proof of the pudding? Now, when they saw the boldness, unfettered, unfettered eloquence, I like that. I love words. I think words are just powerful and dynamic, and people can say things, and I go, what? Yeah, I've seen the light when people speak such eloquence, poetry, and songs, and, and, uh, and stuff. See, <laughs> just being with Jesus, just walking with Jesus causes people to see a difference, to see a boldness, to see an unfettered eloquence. We don't have to be learned or trained, nothing wrong with education or training. And they marveled. Are you listening to these words? They marveled. They didn't say, Karen. Uh, yeah, something strange about you. You go to church. Yeah, well, most people say that. Karen, oh, they marvel, people. They marveled. Have you? You've been with. You've been with Jesus. Is anyone getting this? You've been with Jesus, Pat Turpin. I've, I know you've been with Jesus. I've seen the change, the transformation. I've seen the unfettered eloquence. I've seen the boldness. I've seen the difference. I've seen life. I've seen joy. I've seen victory. I've not seen the gossiper, the whinger, the moaner. The defeated person. I've not seen the anxiety or the worry or the tension. But I see peace. Passes all understanding. I see joy unspeakable. I see a lightness in you. What's going on? And there's an invitation for that this morning. There's an invitation. Listen, do you know what? I would run over you lot to get to, to Jesus. I would, I, would, I would use you like James Bond with the alligators. I'd just step on your backs. I would. <laughs> and that's how we've got to be. Of course, I'll be dragging you all with me. But that's how we've got to be. Just so determined to get to him. So, so individually and yet corporately together, Going after him, 
going after his kingdom, going after him what he wants to do, getting hold of his hand and going, even if it's like that, being almost dragged, just stay tight hold. Stay tight hold. Never let go. He'll get you there. I don't know where there is. And it might be scary, and it might be costly, and it might be uncomfortable. No, no, it might not. It will be. (laughs) Keep tight hold. God's about to do something new in our lives. Thus says the Lord. God is about to do something new in this fellowship. When Joshua came to the promised land, there was a mark, a day. There was a day, not a month, a day when that manna ceased. And that day, they ate the fruit of the land. That's for somebody here this morning. God is saying he wants to do a new thing. The cake and the coffee got to stop. There's a bike this side for traveling, for journeying. Something will cease for some of us in the next days. Don't panic. I don't even know what that means, but I just feel it's a prophetic word. For some of us, something is going to stop. Something will cease. A door will close. Don't panic, Mr. Mannering. Because God has got something new. When something closes, I believe God is saying to some of us, there's a door that he wants to open into a new place, a new new way, a new land. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, keep tight hold of his hand. Though you walk through the valley of dry bones, keep tight hold of his hand. When you're three nil down and there's no hope, Keep tight hold of his hand. When you're three nil up and you're feeling good, keep tight hold of his hand. When the sun's shining and it's, or it's minus three, when there's abundance or lack, peace or chaos, gladness or grief, keep walking with him and keep tight hold of his hand. Look at all that, that I still have. I don't think we're going to get there. In fact, we're not going to get there. I just want to stop there. I was going to talk about us walking together as brethren. And uh, maybe we'll do that another time. But suffice it to say, this morning, there is an invitation. There's an invitation on every seat in this place. It's for you. This is not a coincidence that you are here this morning. It's a God plan and a God incidence. Holy Spirit is here for you this morning to walk with him in a new and a living way, in a more exciting way. I'm going to pray now. You can stand, you can kneel, you can do what you like. But what I would ask you to do is in your heart, just respond to God. And, you know, somebody rang me the other day. She's here this morning and uh, we were talking about different things. And uh, we were getting real and I was saying about, uh, we were talking about the kingdom. And she said, I'm sorry you rang, I'm, pu- I'm putting the phone down. <laughs> and I said, it's too late. It's too late, it's out the bag. You're responsible now. And you know what? There's an invitation this morning 
You know, Oswald Chambers says, we cannot be poetical, but we must be sternly surgical. We cannot afford to be poetical, but we must be sternly surgical. It might be hard for you to accept now, but today, because it's out the bag, the invitation, there's only two ways we can go. You can accept or reject. That's the truth of it. There's no middle ground. You, you can leave it under your seat if you want, like the notice sheet sometimes. And God really is encouraging us with his love and his credentials to accept what he's offering this morning. Just to take hold of his hand, not think of the details, and just know he loves you because he's saying, will you walk with me this morning? Let's pray. Oh, God, Father, you, you, you privilege us out of our socks, Lord God, by even condescending to walk with us, Lord God, to walk with me. And as far as it lies with us, Lord God, we individually and corporately want to say, yes, Lord, take us on from here, Lord God. Take us to your heart first. And by your spirit, Lord God, just hover and brood over each one of us individually and as, a, as a body, Lord God. And give us confidence, Lord God, and trust to know your good and to know your goodness will prevail, Lord God, in all of our circumstances. And when the devil comes to steal this word, Lord God, with the cares of the world, Lord, let us remember that still small voice of your love and let us feel the squeeze of your hand that we can keep going, Lord God, and past the barriers, Lord God, that the devil will put there, Lord God, so that we can bring your kingdom to bear upon this earth, Lord God, so that we can fulfill our individual and corporate destiny and call and ministry, Lord God, so that we can just be in love with you and with each other to a degree that we've never experienced. So, Father, we commit ourselves and each other into your goodness and your faithfulness and your consistency, Lord God. And, uh, we just say we love you, Lord God, and we pray you'd have your way. And I pray, Lord God, you would do in each one of us more than we could ask or think. In the name of Jesus, amen.